Namaste, good evening to all. Welcome to Easy Ayurveda Gurukula, episode uh, 3. For today's presenter uh, will be Dr. Saujanya J. She will be presenting on the topic uh, Introduction of Vatavadi, which is a very, very interesting topic for uh, Ayurveda students and uh, our Ayurveda fraternity. Sometimes easy, sometimes tough, and sometimes very difficult to understand uh, uh, how much ever we explore this particular topic. It's, it isn't uh, quite enough. Dr. Saujana Jay, so BMS MDIU and uh, she's pursuing her uh, PhD, Assistant Professor in Department of uh, Kai Chikitsa in uh, STM uh, Institute of Ayurveda and Hospital, Bengaluru. Coming to the academic profile in brief, completed at BMS in SDM Ayurveda College, uh, Asan, MD Kai Chikitsa in ALN Rao Ayurvedic Medical College, Kupa. Pursuing PhD in uh, Ayurveda Mahavidyalaya, Hubli, and uh, MA in Sanskrit from Mysore. Awards, plenty of awards uh, to presenter, International Best Research Scholar Award from International Society for uh, Scientific Network Awards, and then the Real Superwoman Award in 2022, Rashtriya Ratna Samman Award 2022. So, top 50 international iconic uh, women's awards 2022 as iconic researcher. Uh, she has been recognized as and uh, has received a Young Researcher Award for the publication, A Bird's Eye View on uh, Incorporating Ayurvedic Principles and Treatment in the Management of Tennis Elbow and other accompli accomplishments being uh, has been a resource uh, person and has delivered many guest lectures including uh, Jignasa. Has six articles on very important topics published in uh, various journals and a lot of presentations in uh, international and national seminars and conferences as many as 11 uh, papers she has presented on uh, very good and rare topics and uh, participated in many conferences seminars cme and workshop at least at 98 venues and coming to extracurricular activities uh, rashtrapati puraskar awardee in the category of scouts and guides winner in state level quiz competition on diabetes mellitus rghs representation in ball badminton and uh, and ball tournaments, active participation in debates, competitions, quiz, and many more, wherever it happens and uh, wherever she is interested to participate and inclined to, and received many awards and prizes. Coming to today's episode, Dr. Saujanya Jay will be presenting to us introduction to Vatavadi. Dr. Saujanya, uh, welcome to our uh, Easy Ayurveda Gurukula. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, Easy Ayurveda, to provide me this opportunity. Uh, good evening all. Welcome to my session of introduction to Vata Vyadi. Uh, moving into the introduction, the Vata Vyadi comprises of mainly two words, that is Vata and Vyadi. We have to understand what is Vata individually and what is Vyadi individually, without which we can't understand what is Vata Vyadi really. Moving into understanding of Vata Dosha, uh, we human beings are comprised of mainly three doshas which are considered as three basic pillars in our body and without these three basic pillars that is the functional normalities our body doesn't work. They are Vata, Pitta and Kapha. One among them is Vata Dosha. Here our Acharyas, the great ancient scholars has given the primost importance to Vata Dosha compared to other two dosha. Why this primost importance? Why the separate entity called as Vata Vyadi have been explained in all the Samhita but not Pitta Vyadi or Kapha Vyadi? We will get an answer at the end of the session. Uh, moving into the references which have been available 
by Vatas, Acharya Sharakacharya has entitled an entire chapter called as Vatakalakaliya Adhyaya in Sutrasthana and he detailedly uh, emphasizes what is Vatadosha, what are its qualities, how does it works, how it has been stated outside the body and inside the body. I remember a verse such as Vayur Ayur Balam Hesham, Vayur Dhata Sharirinam, Vayur Vishwamidam Samyak, Prabhum Vayuriti Kirtitaha. Here way, the Charakacharya gives an utmost importance of Vata Dosha. As we say, without air, we can't live. Similarly, without Vata Dosha, none of us can have any functional entities in our body and without this, our body doesn't work. And moving into the word meaning of Vata, Tatra va gati gandhana yoho iti dhatuhu. Understanding the word meaning of vata is very very important to understand what is vata vyadi. So to go in detail, the word meaning of gati refers to jnana, gamana and prapti. And gandhana refers to utsaha and suchana. I always remember in my BMS class teacher saying that Vata is confined to central nervous system, Pitta is digestive system and Kapha is lymphatic system or any fluid in the body. But when we come across the word Vata, its meaning and its qualities and mainly the functions, it is really not so. Central nervous system or digestive system or lymphatic system can just be a part of this doshas. Why it is so, we will understand in a further slides. So, the jnana refers to knowledge, gamana refers to movement and prapti to obtaining or achievement. Here, the gandhana word is nothing but utsaha or suchana, that is enthusiasm, information regarding toda adi vedana that are different kinds of pain and perceptions. Always there is a misinterpretation such as Gandha and Gandhana. Gandha is Grana Grahya Prithvi Gunaha Iti Gandhaha which refers to only the olfactory sensation but the Gandhana refers to all the perceptions. Here we have to understand Vata is not only confined to any particular system. So the word Vata based on all these things consists of knowledge perception. So what is this knowledge perception? We can understand this in two ways. One, the external perception to the internal body and the cellular perceptions from one cell to the another cell. The movement minute to gross. What is this minute to gross movement? We had come across many um, theories in your biology from second year till the BMS final year or even in our MD that concept of diffusion, osmosis, intra-extracellular exchange, all this happens only by means of movement and a gross movement such as moving our limbs, speaking and all comes under the movement. Responsible for all the activities from cellular level up to the systemic level by means of enthusiasm. What is this by means of enthusiasm? All our metabolisms from the cellular level needs energy. Without the energy, the cell cannot live. If the cell cannot live, we cannot live. Co the concepts of ATP, mitochondria, the energy transcription, everything is governed by the Vata Dosha. The Vata Dosha is primost factor for developing and experiencing all kinds of pain. As I said, Rujam Nasti Vinavatat, both physical, psychological and, and spiritual. Primarily, it is responsible for obtaining or achieving a greater heights. Here, the greater heights may be again understood in many ways. 
a person achieving a greater height without enthusiasm a person cannot able to do any activity if a person cannot able to do any activity of course he can't achieve any height that is one aspect second aspect always to be a healthy healthy environment in the body is necessary so the vata dosha is not only confined to a particular system but it acts from the cellular level tissue level organ level and the organ system level thus makes the difference between what we had understood before and what really is vata dosha to further understand how it is formed what are the qualities what are the function i had taken up few concepts such as panchabhautika constitution vayu akasha dhatubhyam vayu always it has been stated that anything which is formed in this universe either it is a materialistic object or a human being or any part of a human being is pancha bhautika in nature that is which is made up of prithvi ap a vayu akasha and agni without this pancha mahabhutas nothing can be formed so here the vata dosha is made up of pancha mahabhautika with predominance of vayu and akasha mahabhuta here i said before that without air we can't live so vayu mahabhuta in vata without that we can't live whereas akasha gives us a space to live space to achieve that is considered as pancha bhautika constitution of vata dosha moving into its gunas there are many qualities which are been attributed to vata dosha such as tatra ruksha lagu shitaha kara sukshma chalo anilaha along with that vishada and yogavahi properties especially the yogavahi property is a special character which has been given to vata dosha here the ruksha guna emphasizes the dry quality lagu guna the light ones shita the cold ones kara the rough sukshma subtle or minute ones chala which have mobility vishada which clears or which have a clearness quality and yogava he the property of adaptability how to understand this qualities in our body and also how to understand this clinically since i am a clinician i'll be taking up one one example to understand each one of this gunas so for example in our body nowadays it is very very evident of ischemic attacks atherosclerosis and so on where which there is accumulation of fat because of the ruksha guna if vata is proper if the ruksha guna of vata is in normalcy this slimness or this attachment of this fat doesn't happens and the ruksha guna avoids this is the normality of vata dosha if the same vata dosha has been taken in abnormality that is if we consume excessive ruksha guna ahara or if we take excessive ruksha guna vihara for example nowadays uh, recently it has been very evident in case of diabetes mellitus that eating of siridhanyas eat siridhanyas control diabetes mellitus so you will be happy fine it controls diabetes mellitus but what the siridhanyas or the sprouts are made up of all those things are predominant of ruksha guna if we eat this once a day 15 days once or 30 days once that is fine what people do once the advertisement is there always they start eating it regularly three times a day four times a day 10 times a day and so on so because of this the ruksha guna or the dry nature of the vata dosha gets aggravated because of this aggravation the primary symptoms what we are seeing clinically is knee joint pains this is one example i want to take this 
because always the doshas should be maintained in a homeostasis or in an equilibrium state if it is aggravated or if it is diminished surely it will end up with one or the other disorders like that many examples of lakhuguna shita guna and ruksha guna can be interpreted i am telling that the yogavahi guna of vata is very very important because the property of adaptability the adaptability from the cellular level is very very important to maintain the homeostasis what is this yogavahi guna ಯೋಗವಾಹಿ ಪರಂ ವಾಯು ಸಂಯೋಗಾತ್ ಉಭಯಾರ್ಥಕೃತ್ ದಾಹಕೃತ್ ತೇಜಸಾಯುಕ್ತ ಶೀತಕೃತ್ ಸೋಮ ಸಂಯುತ ಸೊ ದ ವಾತ ಅಡ್ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಟು ದ ಎನ್ವಿರಾನ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಪಿತ್ತ ಇಟ್ ಅಟೈನ್ಸ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಬರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಗುಣ ದಾಹ ಗುಣ ಆರ್ ಇಫ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಕಫ ಇಟ್ ಅಟೈನ್ಸ್ ದ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಶೀತ ಗುಣ ಫಾರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಟೇಕ್ ಎ breeze or a wind in summer season you all experience that it is always a hot breeze but in winter season or near a lake it is always cold or a sweet breeze likewise the vata also have a nature of adaptability which maintains the cellular homeostasis and cellular environment in the body next moving into this are about sharirika gunas where we can come across going into the mano gunas here mainly the three gunas have been attributed to our manas always for any disease or any condition body and mind are very 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 contributory without this body and mind contribution there will be no disease at all nowadays i listen most of my patients saying stress is the primary factor for almost all diseases there comes the importance of manoguna those are sattva rajas and tamas always the vata is associated with the rajoguna the vata dosha corresponds to rajoguna with states that which maintains an active state passionate state and even in the shrimad bhagavad gita this three gunas have been attributed and rajas as aspiration desire passion and even in the yoga sutras it has been attributed and it gives a meaning of quality of energy movement activity ambition and action so without vata nothing in our body can be done from to the cell level up to the systemic level karma here it is very 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 much important to understand the functions attributed to vata to understand why vata is not only a single system but it is a multiple component in our body the first verse states that pittam pangum kapham pangum pangavo maladhatavah vayuna yatra niyante tatra gachanti meghavat so among three dosha as i said in my first slide vata dosha is most predominant why because it is omnipotent it has movement in all directions and it is the quickest of all and controls every action of the body that is why our acharya said that pitta is inert pittam pangum kapha is inert because they don't have movement and the mala and dhatu mainly the trimala has been stated in our classics that is purisha mutra and sveda and sapta dhatus rasa rakta mamsa meda majja asthi and shukra so all these things doesn't move from one place to another place and it is inert it is the vata dosha which drives them all a simile has been attributed here just as a 
cloud is driven by the wind in a normal state mark this word it is very very important in a normal state vata dosha drives all these entities to various parts of the body to maintain the homeostasis so what is this pitta the inert inert or not potent to move that is pitta kapha dhatu mala everything 100% have their own particular seats within the body have their own particular functions to do but they remains in the places they can act but they don't have power of independently moving from one place to another it is the vata dosha which has the power of imparting motion to other body entities so i would uh, like to take two clinical examples here considering two diseases that is atisara and one is padadaha here in case of atisara kapha pitta dhatu or stationary in case of vata when it gets vitiated this vitiated vata does atisarana of dosha and mala causing atisara here the srota drushti is ati pravriti which is excessive in nature even in case of padadaha here pitta is stationary when vata gets vitiated again this vitiated vata carries pitta to pada and causes padadaha that is burning sensation in feet here the srota drushti is vimarga gamana that is moving away from its normal path always we have to remember that in many of the diseases if we control or if we subside or if we bring back the vata to its normal state our 90% of the work is done and 10% the other doshas gets corrected by itself moving into second prime most function of vata which has been attributed is vayus tantra yantra dharaha ಪ್ರಾಣ ಉದಾನ ಸಮಾನ ವ್ಯಾನ ಅಪಾನಾತ್ಮಾ ನಿಯಂತ ಪ್ರಣೇತ ಮನಸಃ ಸರ್ವೇಂದ್ರಿಯಾರ್ಥಾಂ ಅಭಿಯೋಡಾಂದ್ರಿಯಾಂ ಉದ್ಯೋಜಕ ಸರ್ವಶರೀರಧಾತುವ್ಯೂಹಕರ ಸಂಧಾನಕರ ಶರೀರಸ್ಯ ಪ್ರವರ್ತಕೋ ವಾಚ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ಸ್ಪರ್ಶಬ್ದೋ ಶ್ರೋತ್ರಸ್ಪರ್ಶನೋರ್ಮೂಲ ಹರ್ಷೋತ್ಸಾಹಯೋರ್ಯೋನಿ ಸಮೀರಣೋ ಅಗ್ನೇ ದೋಷ ಸಂಶೋಷಣ ಶೇಪ್ತ ಬಹಿರ್ಮಲಾಂ ಸ್ಥೂಲಾಣುಸ್ರೋತಸೇತ್ತ ಕರ್ತ ಗರ್ಭಾಕೃತೀನ ಆಯುಷೋ ಅನುವೃತ್ತಿ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಯಭೂತೋತಿ ಅಕುಪಿತ ಸೊ ಐ ವಿ ಟೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಂಡಿವಿಜುವಲ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ so here vayuho tantra yantra daraha all these functions are attributed to the vata dosha which is present in normal state so the word tantra refers to sharira that is body and yantra means sharira avayava body parts consisting of senses mind and up to the level of even atma so dhara is to keep control so the vata dosha is the one which keeps in control of all these physical psychological psychosensorial activities of the body in a normal state moving into pravartakas cheshtanam uchcha avachanam it is the originator of every kind of action of the body senses and mind without a response there is no stimuli so niyanta praneta cha manasaha it regulates and guides the mind that is it restrains the mind from indulging in undesirable objects and guides to do desirable objects always we end up in diseases when we tend to do undesirable objects always we end up with vata vyadi when we tend to eat when we tend to do the activities which is not 
healthy for our body so when the vata is there in our body in a normal state it always maintains it sarvendriyanam udhyojakah it coordinates all the sense faculties with their objects in our samhita there are mainly explanation of ekadasha indriyah five gnanendriya five karmendriya and one upayendriya whereas gnanendriyas are chakshuh that is eyes the five sensory organs ears nose tactile sensation that is skin and the mouth and the karmendriyas have been attributed to vak pani payu pada upastaha that is hands legs the orifices from where the excretion takes place and ekadasha indriya that is primost one indriya is manas that is mind always when there is stimuli there is response all these things will be attributed to vata dosha sarveendriyarthanam abhiodaha it carries out the perceptions of all the senses from the respective objects towards the mind there is a verse or gnanotpatti prakara saying that when a sense organs receive senses from their objects it should reach the manas from the manas it should reach the atma then only a proper metabolism can maintain all these things from the physical world to the spiritual world it is maintained by vata dosha sarva sharira dhatu vyuha karaha means the vata dosha is arranging and placing the body constituents at their proper place from the age of gestation till the end so even for the shukra shonita samyoga vayu is the primeost factor without the normalcy of vata this doesn't happen then sandhana karaha sharirasya it connects and adjoins all the body constituents in proper way then pravartako vachaha it is a initiator and generator of speech prakriti sparsha shabda yoho prime causative factor for perception of touch and sound shrotra sparsha nayor mulam root cause of the auditory and tactile faculties as i said it is not only the olfactory sensation but all the sensations comes under the purview of vata dosha ashotsahayor yonihi it is the prime cause for the manifestations of pleasure and enthusiasm samirano agnehe why not only central nervous system here comes this so without this vata dosha there will be no ignition of the body fire that is where the digestive and metabolic unit comes here dosha samshoshanah it dries up excess of moisture which is accumulated in the body and subside the pravok dosha as i said already the example of atherosclerotic changes then shepta bahir malanam again one more system it expels out all the waste products from the body like urine feces etc then sthulanu srotasam bhetaha it is due to vata dosha that is every kind of channels macroscopic microscopic are formed within the body again the cellular process of mitosis meiosis plays a role here karta garbhakritinam primeost cause which is responsible for the formation of different structures of fetal body in an embryonic development ayusho anuvritti pratyaya bhuto bhavati akupitaha it is the primeost indicative and preservative cause of the continuity of span of life thus vata dosha attributes from the cell to every system of the body moving into next functional aspect 
ಇಂಟರಿಲೇಟೆಡ್ without keeping the mind calm the body doesn't function always if there is disturbance in mind 100% there will be disturbance in body so both of them should be maintained equally so by this factor a person achieves the perfection as well as satisfaction in action and life so the two entities on physical level acceleration or hurry to perform an action can be known as stimulus at a mental level energy and quickness and the combination of both qualities are attributed as utsaha the next term that is utshwasa nichwasaha that is the respiratory activity this action of vata is mainly performed with help of pranavaha srotas a very important activity which denotes the life in the living beings always a verse is nabhistaha prana pavanaha that is the air which is situated in the navi comes out and takes the air back in this primordial function is mainly because of vata dosha next is chesta here the chesta refers to proper actions of speech mind and body the various external internal physical chemical actions that are the symbols of life are attributed to vata dosha starting from your krebs cycle the vata dosha is responsible for all types of activities in living being such as upward direction downward direction contraction dilatation every every movement from a minute level up to the gross level is mainly because of vata dosha all the reflexes impulses natural urges are controlled by vata dosha samyak gatya cha dhatunam or dhatu gatihi samaha so what is this as already i had so told there are mainly sapta dhatus which has been contributed these are the tissues or organ system without which the function doesn't happen so vata dosha maintains an equilibrium or balance by the main theme of bed crock of health that is proper digestion assimilation distribution of nutrients up to the each cell which is required for the positive health are mainly because of vata dosha then sama moksha gatimatam that is proper excretion of the waste products again trimanas purisha sveda and mutra that is the feces urination and sweat the excretion of this is very 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 much essential otherwise will end up in many systemic disorders here the vata dosha bears the responsibility to keep them mobile and to excrete them properly different gross and subtle channels are created by vata dosha and throws out this excreta from the body again the concept of complete the renal system then 
for i'll taken four examples how this expiration or excretion goes on one is by means of expiration which throws out carbon dioxide from the body because vata is the one which maintains our respiration by sneezing and spitting the obstructive material which is excreted or removed it is the physiological process which happens in our body when some dust enters into it the urine feces sweat and other products are mainly excreted by different actions of vata dosha without which there is no movement different urges in the body uh, here mainly i won't go in detail with what are this urges i'll take example of one or two such as feces or urine which can be easily understood this urges whenever we feel to micturate we have to if we keep controlling or prolonging this action we will end up in many doshas or many diseases so the vata dosha is the one which mainly deals with this vega pravartana and the last function in this is akshanam patavenacha it is solely responsible for proper perception of sense objects by sense organs and the final function attributed to vata dosha tatra praspandana udvahana purana viveka dharana vayu shariram dharayati so what does it mean praspandana is nothing but sharirasya chalanam all the activities it is like a primer prime conclusion of all these functions which has been attributed to vata dosha udvahana again indriyarthanam dharana responsible for proper perception of sense objects by sense organs puranam aharena proper propulsion of food up to the level of excretion vivekaha rasa mutra purishanam prathakkarana which implies the separation of essence and waste products essence has been can be taken from the carbohydrate metabolism protein metabolism lipid metabolism which starts from the salivary amylase and end up in different organs then dharana shukra mutradinam vegakale karma karanam avegakale dharanam retention and evacuation of urine semen and feces then the primost concept is next is vridhikshaya till now we had understood what is really the vata dosha what are the qualities attributed to it what are the primost functions the vata does in our body after understanding of all these things till now the normalcy so vata vyadhi to understand the disorders we have to understand two major concepts that is vriddhi aggravated concept and kshaya is a diminished concept here there are two kinds of understanding one is ಗುಣಾತ್ಮಕ ವೃದ್ಧಿಕ್ಷಯ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ವನ್ನಸ್ ಸಾಮಾನ್ಯ ಆರ್ ಪ್ರಮಾಣಾತ್ಮಕ ವೃದ್ಧಿಕ್ಷಯ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಗುಣಾತ್ಮಕ ವೃದ್ಧಿಕ್ಷಯ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಟೇಕ್ ಎನ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಓನ್ ಫಂಕ್ಷನ್ ಸಿಮಿಲರ್ಲಿ ವಾತ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೊ ದ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೇಟಿವ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ರೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಕ್ರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವಾತ ದೋಷ implicates with the increase or decrease qualitatively is considered as gunatmaka vruddhi for example i had enlisted so many gunas among which i'll take an example of shita guna and chala guna if there is shita guna vruddhi always vruddhi is excessive prolonged by consuming of shitala ahara vihara now we can take example that there was a summer suddenly due to cyclone effects there is rainy season you go because of rain you are overwhelmed you take an ice cream go in an air have it the shita guna increases again it ends up with vriddhi of vata dosha in the body because it has similar guna in it second is chala guna 
when the movement of the vata attains kshaya or diminished it causes karma hinata many functions doesn't happen or it happens in a diminished way second understanding is samanya or pramanatmaka vrithikshaya which implies quantitative increase or decrease of vata dosha as a single entity that is the vata alone attains vrithata or kshayata that is aggravation or diminution in compared to other two doshas for example karshata which is emaciation alpabhashata without vata of course we can't speak because all the attributes are confined to vata dosha so here the alpabhashata refers to diminished quality quantity of vata dosha so i'll be taking up the lakshanas which has been attributed as vritti lakshana and kshaya lakshana so the vritti lakshanas which has been attributed are karsha kashnoshna kamatva kampanaha shakrat gridan bala nidrendriya bhramsha pralapa bramadinataha so this karsha is emaciation here it may be qualitative increase or quantitative increase the aggravated state of vata produces this symptoms in our body so karshna such as various discoloration especially the blackish one ushnakamatva decide towards hot substances why shitaguna is decreased when there is diminished of shitaguna always we feel to have something hot when we feel cold same thing has been attributed here kampa various involuntary movements anaha a kind of bloating or abdominal distension chakra griha heart stools or a state of constipation bala bhramsha again the loss of strength nidra bhramsha loss of sleep indriya bhramsha loss of sensory functions pralapa that is increased or irrelevant speech bhrama delusions or giddiness dainyam janayati a state of diseased state which gains attention of others as dainata again vakya parushyata hoarseness of voice gatra sphurana tingling sensation sukha upaghata when there is diseased state obviously we won't be happy so that is a loss of state of happiness ayushaha upaghata diminished life expectancy as i said vayuhu prabhuriti kirtitaha to maintain our life vata is primary factor manovyavaharshana psychological pain because without vata there is no pain again sarvendriyana upahanti loss of response and stimuli and from sensory objects doesn't perceive its sensations vinihanti garbham garbham vikriti maapadayanti garbham atikalam dharayati various intrauterine and fetal issues bhaya shoka mohan janayati generates a state of fear grief and illusion and at last as i said without vata there is no prana loss of life so we should be very 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 careful to maintain a normalcy of vata dosha moving into kshaya lakshana alpeti cheshtiteh that is angasadaha lethargy with mild pain alpabhashitaha alpavaktavyam always vata is the one which is an energy which is an initiator when it is diminished there will be less inclination towards speech ahitabhashitaha may be relevant speech sanya mohaha mudha sanyataha altered state of consciousness it affects to that level shleshma vrudhyaptamaya sambhavaha what is this shleshma vrudhyaptamaya sambhavaha symptoms due to shleshma ruddhi always the vata and shleshma have reciprocation gunas or qualities within which vata is ruksha whereas shleshma is snigdha here it is dry there it is anxious whenever there is diminished of vata dosha we feel that shleshma guna has been increased 
then manda cheshtata always it is diminished or sluggish activities and aprahasha that is lack of enthusiasm so after understanding this vriddhi kshaya the aggravated nature of vata dosha in the body and diminished nature of vata dosha in the body we have to understand the types of vata basically before entering to understanding what exactly the vata vyadi is so primarily there are five vata bheda or five types which has been attributed such as prana udana samana apana and vyana each one of them have a specific functions of its own and specific sides of it first let me take the prana vata praniti jeevati bahukalam itihi which is responsible for maintenance of life is prana vata whereas a verse says prano atra murdhagah बुद्धि हृदय चित्तुन शवथ उदगारूवेशनवाहूर्धमेंट so what is this upward movement what are the attributes we can contribute to this upward movement udano ho uraha nasa nabhi galam charet vak pravrittihi prayatna urjaha bala varna smriti kriyaha all the things from the speech aspects what we want to expel it out what we want to tell outside all these things are ground by udana vata then samana vata samantad समंतादिनीतिशन व्यानेन 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 दैट इज़ सर्कुलेट्स ऑल ऑल द द बॉडी व्हिच एवरी एस्पेक्ट एंड मूवमेंट्स कंसीडर्ड जारी गति अपक्षेपण उत्क्षेपण निमेश उन्मेषण आदि सो इट इज दिवटी इन द बॉडी and the prime most and at last it is apanavata which possesses the downward movement or most in downward direction apano apanagaha shtoni bhasti medha urugocharaha garbha artava shakran mutra nishkramana kriyaha means as i said the vega pravartana kriyaha what and all it has to be expelled out of the body is mainly because of vyana dosha so after understanding basically what is vata dosha we have to understand the vyadhi part here the vata part is almost done and what is the vyadhi referred to vividha adhayo asmat iti vyadihi vividham dukham adadati iti vyadihi which produces different kinds of pain kaya vak manasi peeda that is a state of diseased condition is considered as vata vyadi so after listening and understanding what is vata and what is vyadi will come across three different aspects in our mind so what is this vata vyadi so vata eva vyadi hi vata vyadi hi 
ವಾತೇನ ಜನಿತೋ ವ್ಯಾಧಿ ವಾತವ್ಯಾಧಿ ವಿಕೃತ ವಾತ ಜನಿತೋ ಅಸಾಧಾರಣ ವ್ಯಾಧಿ ವಾತವ್ಯಾಧಿ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ದಟ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮೀ ಗಿವ್ ಯು ದ ರೆಫರೆನ್ಸಸ್ ವೇರ್ ದ ವಾತವ್ಯಾಧಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬಿನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೈನ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಸಂಹಿತ ಸಚಾಸ್ ಇನ್ ಕೇಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಚರಕಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಹಿ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಅನ್ ಎಂಟೈರ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ಹರ್ ಚಿಕಿತ್ಸಾ ಸ್ಥಾನ ಫಾರ್ ವಾತವ್ಯಾಧಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಸುಶುತಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಟೂ ಪ್ರೈಮೋಸ್ಟ್ chapters such as vatavyadi and mahavatavyadi adhyaya and acharya ashtanga adhyaya kara gives an entire chapter of vatavyadi even in the dana sthana and chikitsa sthana so what does this three refers to vata eva vyadihi vatena janito vyadihi vikrita vata janito asadharana vyadihi so vatavyadi when we see these two terms so the disease which is caused by vata dosha is called as vatavyadi is it really so all the diseases which are caused by vata dosha can be considered as vata vyadhis absolutely not so vata eva vyadhi vata vyadhi 100% it is not proper because it states that or it means that vata itself is a vyadhi vata eva vyadhi so vata is obviously not a vyadhi it is not a disease state it is a dosha so this definition doesn't holds good to understand what is vata vyadi the next concept of vatena janito vyadihi vata vyadihi so it looks quite okay when we take this verse vatena janito vyadihi the disorders or diseases which are formed because of vata dosha can be considered as vata vyadi again it is not so because all the diseases which are caused due to vata dosha cannot be attributed here first thing prakrita vata do, vata cannot cause any vyadhi as i stated understanding of ruddhi and kshaya is very important so prakrita vata doesn't cause any vyadhi only the vikrita vata can cause vyadhi and vata dosha involvement is there in almost all diseases because it contributes every part in our body considering from jwara vata jwara atisara vata jatisara so it does not implies vata vyadi as a separate entity and a special disease the best or understanding of vata vyadi is by means of this verse that is vikrata vata janito asadharana vyadi hi vata vyadi hi so a disease which is caused by vikrata vataha which is in its abnormal state it may be vriddhi or kshaya qualitative increase qualitative decrease quantitative increase quantitative decrease asadharana vyadihi a special set of disorders where vata only is the culprit can be considered as vata vyadi so to conclude vikrata vata janito asadharana vyadihi becomes a best version to understand vata vyadi that is a special set of diseases caused due to vikrata that is vitiated vata is considered as vata vyadi to sum up the things vata is the primmost among all the three doshas because we had studied pittam pangum kafam pangum pangavo maladhatavah vayuna yatraniyanti tatra gachanti meghavat it has got primary role from the birth to death of an individual starting from union of shukrashonita development and growth of the body up to the end of the life functioning of vata as i said is not only confined to any particular system instead it functions at the level of each cell tissue organ and organ system it is the primmost dosha which is responsible to maintain a health of an individual if it is maintained properly 
and if not it is solely responsible for many 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 diseased conditions which may become even vital again vyadhi refers to dukhakari roga diseases which makes a person to experience physical as well as psychological pain thus all the special set of diseases which are caused due to gunataha that is quantitative qualitative karmataha functionally vishesan of vata dosha are termed as vata vyadhi so thank you i want to know about the vata or vata itself is a dosha or what if not your question is uh, what is vata is it, is it a dosha yeah it is it is a dosha only hmm? or other than that because whatever the properties have been uh, now discussed hmm. whether they are the doshas of vata hmm. or what is meant by exact vata if they are not uh, so vata is only dosha no Uh, if we understand dosha as dosha yanti iti dosha ha, it gives a different meaning. Here, vata is the one which maintains a normalcy in our body, which attributes to dosha, dhatu, and mala. Even a verse say the, says that dosha is attributed in its normal state as a dhatu, as a mala, and everything which is normally functioning in our body. So, vata is attributed to all these entities. But if we take the word dosha yanti iti hi dosha ha in that sense, vata here it doesn't implies vata. Yeah. So, when I am asking whether the what are the characters, what are the functions of the vata has been explained now, ruksha, lagu, dhara, whatever it has been explained, they are the characters of normal vata. Means we which are not going to harm the body, which is told by our acharya, because it is explaining about only vata. not the vata dosha when it is increased or may be decreased they may be going to be act reversible when as you mentioned that excessive ruksha food has consumed then ruksha guna will be increased when in a normal person the ruksha is quite common according to the signal here whether at that time the vata is a normal vata that is not going to be harm anywhere just it's a vata because as we studied that vata is also be a dhatu when it is considered as a In a normal state, so I want uh, to be made clear that whatever yes, the characters, uh, whatever the lakshanas have been explained. Yes, sir, you are absolutely right because all the qualities I had taken it separately, and Vridhiksha had taken it separately to make understand the normalcy and abnormal state of Vatadosh. So there, the differentiation. Yeah, because wherever you have been explained, because wherever you explained, these are the lakshanas of Vatadosh have been mentioned. Is it not? धातुत Not the doshas, as the dhatu, they are the best characters to show about the presence of vata in our body. So this is one mind, sir. Mm. And the second one is things. Uh, it has been mentioned that uh, vata is not only the central nervous system. And uh, in that, yeah. she given uh, beautiful clarifications for that and all. Um, according mm. to my knowledge, I am telling is my opinion just only. Because if you want to do urination, the stimulation should be come from this. Uh, as said that uh, vata is not only a central nervous system and it is completely having all the because uh, i want to be tell that she given the beautiful uh, examples of that purusha sukra 
stimulations mm-hmm. whatever it may be if you want to do any uh, thing in our body it has to be a stimulation from our central nervous system i uh, uh, given that examples but i will tell that the entire whole system of our body has been maintained on the basis of stimulation that has been generated from our brain as well as central nervous without to ata even central nervous system also not works Uh, i just meant that vata is not only confined to central nervous system central nervous system is 100% a part of vata vata is confined to all the systems in the body including central nervous system hmm. i think it is clear is vata imbalance the same as lactic acid accumulation in the body or is it the pathway to vata imbalance it can be understood in both the ways since you stay in a country where the lactic acid imbalance is quite normal because of that the aggravation vata takes place and you end up with the pains and in a vice versa way because of the aggravation of vata there will be lactic acid the accumulation and you you are ending up with the pain so ultimate goal is to control the vata is to maintain the vata to avoid the pains the other question is lactic acid is it the same as ama uh, the ama concept is totally different according to me uh, it okay. can be part of it give your expert advice on this case of 48 year old female rogi the complaint is a feeling of racing chest palpitations hands Uh, went for tingling and numbness, severe headache. Blood pressure went up to one hundred and fifty-nine bar eighty. Vision started getting blurry. Hands and leg was turning blue, and fingers were getting curly. Before reaching hospital, also having pain behind right breast squeezing. Past periodontal vadi from childhood. So this can be considered under a part of vata vyadi, but many things we have to dig up on again in a history part. So basically, based on the history, what has been given, we can plan for vata hara kind of treatment. Basically, a sarvanga abhyanga followed by mild swetha, which gives lot of relief from all these things. Then we can plan a basti based on by means of vata vyadi. But uh, we have to go through investigations such as ECG, and we have to rule out the Reynolds phenomena and so on. Then we can start with the treatment. Vata prana relationship. so can you establish the vata prana relationship with a question mark that's a small question any any relationship what kind of relationship they have uh, so we can answer this in two ways one is vata and prana relationship outside the body and inside the body as we all know without the vata or vayu we can't live without air none of the human beings can live in the in this world similarly without the vata dosha without performing any cellular metabolism a person cannot able to maintain his healthy life without maintaining the healthy life always he ends up in ending his life there the vata and prana relationships goes on. what's your point of view on palmar plantar hyperhidrosis after okay. completion of all set of vata vyadas i'll surely take up this question back so we will have future sessions with uh, dr saujanya where she will be uh, dealing with the uh, vata and vata vadi because we know that uh, it's a big entity so vata is a big entity and uh, vata vadi is a big entity to understand and crack and also decode that phenomenon is itself uh, an uphill task and a challenging ta- task dr saujanya is here uh, for uh, Uh, making those things uh, clear and also easier to understand the vata and vata very concept namaste from easier vedha thank you